Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our scripture readings for today come from the New Revised Standard Version Bible. Our first reading is from 1 Samuel chapter 12, verses 19 through 25. All the people said to Samuel, Pray to the Lord your God for your servants, so that we may not die. For we've added to all our sins the evil of demanding a king for ourselves. And Samuel said to the people, Do not be afraid. You have done all this evil, yet do not turn aside from following the Lord. But serve the Lord with all your heart, and do not turn aside after useless things that cannot profit or save. For they are useless. For the Lord will not cast away his people. For his great name's sake, because it has pleased the Lord to make you a people for himself. Moreover, as for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by ceasing to pray for you. And I will instruct you in the good and the right way. Only fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. For consider what great things he has done for you. But if you still do wickedly, you shall be swept away, both you and your king. Our next reading is from James chapter 2, verses 18 through 26. Let someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I by my works will show you my faith. You believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you senseless person, that faith apart from works is barren? Was not our ancestor Abraham justified by works when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works, and faith was brought to completion by the works. Thus the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. Likewise, was not Rahab the prostitute also justified by works when she welcomed the messengers and sent them out by another road? For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is also dead. Our final reading is from Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 27. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many deeds of power in your name? Then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Go away from me, you evildoers. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. As we move along in our Matters of Faith series, we touch on something that we began last week when we were talking about salvation. This week we come to the idea of work and faith. 
Last week, we discussed that work alone isn't going to cut it, that you cannot save yourself by your own hands doing only work for yourself, that it does require faith. However, at the same time, our work has to reflect our faith. We can't just be a people that declares, oh, well, Jesus Christ is my Savior, and I'm going to sit here and wait for everything to happen to me. I think the problem is sometimes we get this idea that works don't matter. We see that in Scripture, sometimes when it talks about our works not being enough on their own, we also get some very strong ideas about the importance of doing God's work as a sign of our faith. And I think it's because if we don't show our faith in our works, then our faith is just words. And that if we don't act, then we aren't living our faith. It's our works that help to make our faith more than just an idea, but it becomes a life, a way of living. We see that in our reading from James. James talks about works and faith being very closely intertwined, that believing in God is good. You do well by believing that God is one. He goes on to say that if we don't work, if we don't act on our faith, then what good is our faith? And the example of Abraham is brought up, that it was Abraham's works that showed his faith, and that he was called a friend of God because of his faith and because of his works that showed his faith. That a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. And James ends with the last line of our reading today, that just as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is also dead. Now, it's important that he notes it's not the works that do everything, but it's the works that make our faith something more than just words. That it's how we show our faith. And we can hear echoes of this in 1 Samuel. And at first look, this reading might seem out of place. The people seem to have added to their sins because of the work they've been doing to get a king. All in defiance of God. However, it's what Samuel says to the people. He says, you know, though you've done all this evil, don't turn aside from God because even though you've done wrong, you can still serve God. You can still do works for the Lord. That God's not going to ditch his people, that God will be there. However, serving him faithfully is what's going to show that they really are following God. If they want to show that they want to follow the Lord and show that they have repented, then they need to serve the Lord with all their heart by doing what God asks. And we come to our gospel reading. And I think this really helps to solidify this idea about how works are intertwined with our faith. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. And it's this idea that you can do all sorts of things in the name of the Lord, but unless those things line up with what God has asked, then those aren't the things you need to be doing. That if we do act on Christ's words, then it's like building a house on a strong foundation, that our acts need to be based in our faith. One of the ways we could think about this simply is that 
We could do all sorts of things and say it's in the name of God. It's one thing to say that you're dedicating a round of golf to God. It's another to be doing the things he asks us to do. And that's where the difference is. That when we talk about doing things for the Lord, we can't just decide that it's the things that we enjoy doing that we're going to dedicate to God. It's the things that Christ calls us to do that we must be dedicated to. I think about one of the few times that Christ said, here's what I'm going to judge you on. That he said it was going to be about those who fed the hungry and clothed the naked and cared for the sick and visited the prisoner was going to be doing the things that showed God's love. And that that was our faith. That we trust in God's will, so we do God's will. That if we trust in Christ, we are going to love the way that Christ taught us to love. That if we are going to have faith in Christ and believe that he is our Savior, and if we are going to call on the name of Jesus, the name that saves, then we have to do the works that have been set for us. And I think this is where some of the big issues come in. We often have this separation between faith and works that we can't work to save ourselves, then it's all about faith. At the same time, we like to say, if your works don't show it, then there is no faith. We miss that these two are wound together. Because the thing is, our works, the things that we do, are supposed to reflect our faith. Because in reality, everything we do should reflect our faith. Everything that we are should reflect our faith in God. Everything that we are should reflect that we believe that the Holy Spirit is with us, that he is right here. Everything we do should reflect that we believe that Jesus Christ is our Savior and is the Savior of the world. And we should act accordingly. Now, it doesn't mean that our actions are the things that are going to be our salvation, because we need God in our lives to help us act. We need God to help us to be able to act according to God's will and not for our own selfish desires. That we need Christ there so that we can live a life dedicated to good. We get this balancing act. Remembering that it's not our works that bring us to salvation, but it is our works that show that we have accepted it. That we cannot work and toil until we get God's grace. But we can work and toil to show that we believe in and accept God's grace. It's not our works that earn it. It's the works that show we have accepted it. It means doing the work that God has called us to do, not just what we think would be fun or what we think is right for us, but following what Christ taught. That we follow those great commandments. Love God and love your neighbor. And Christ gave us all that we need to know about how to love our neighbor. Treat them like you would want to be treated yourself. 
Treat people how you want to be treated. Treat people how you think God would treat them. Because that's what it's about, really. Our works are how we emulate Christ's love for us. It's how we show the work of the cross. That we recognize Christ's sacrifice for us. When we take on the suffering of others to alleviate it for them, that when we take on the suffering of others as our own, the way Christ takes on our sin and suffers for us, that we suffer so that others may be free and others may know God's love. That we don't work just for our own ends. We don't work just to further ourselves, but we work to further God. We work to show Christ to others. We recognize that we mess up and that we are going to terribly mess things up at times. But our faith is that God is with us. That we have built our foundation on the solid rock. That Christ is the cornerstone. The one that others have rejected. That we build our life on that. And that as long as we rely on Christ, we continue to be able to work for God's glory. So the reason this is so central for me, personally is that often we get a disconnect on how our works and our faith intertwine and what it means to have faith. Because, yes, faith is believing in God. Faith is believing that Christ is our salvation. But faith is also living it and showing it. Because we could say all those words over and over again. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. I come back to these words because it's important that we act the way we believe. That if we believe that God is love, then we must show love to others so that we can show God to others. If we believe that Christ came to the world so that he may save it, then we must act as if the world deserves to be saved. If we believe God's grace is open to all, then we must act as if we believe all can accept God's grace. And so we must make sure that our actions and our words and our beliefs line up. So that it's not simply by our thoughts. It's not simply by our words. And it's not simply by our actions but it is by the life that we live in Christ that we demonstrate our faith in Christ. That we do God's will because we believe that it is right and it is good. And so my message is this. Do the work that needs to be done. Do the things that Christ has called us to do. And let us always in our hearts remember that what we do so that we may show the glory of God. That we show the glory of God our Father. The love of Christ the Son. And that we may always walk under the guidance. That we may act in the Holy Spirit. That we may live our faith. Always and everywhere and God's love. Amen.